All right, in this interview, I'm talking to Tano Goya. He is, he's a journeyman. He's, I think he's in his early 30s. He's played on the worldwide stage for most of his career. He didn't even think he'd be at the PGA Tour at this point. Um, but man, he's climbed quickly in a short amount of time. He's a worldwide winner on different tours, the Challenge Tour, the DP World Tour, uh, certain Asian tours, Latin American tours. Tano's a, a big dude. He can he can hit it a long way. We talked about some swing changes that he's made recently. Uh, his journey to the PGA Tour now that he has his full status, kind of playing worldwide and what that means for him as he goes out on the PGA Tour. Uh, we talked about his favorite golf course, which is a shocker to me. Uh, I've seen the course and I did not believe it until I talked to him about it. And you know he's in that Pon- he's living Ponte Vedra life. He's doing his thing. So we talked a little bit about Ponte Vedra. Tano's a new. He's a rookie on the tour. Uh, might be a good name to know for DraftKings and betting purposes. Find some value on him. Uh, you know who knows? We're, we're we're hoping for good things for Tano. If you like the podcast, give it a five star review, rate and review on Apple and Spotify. We would appreciate it. Uh, but for now, let's get to Tano Goya. All right, Golf Addicts, bringing you another good interview with a Corn Ferry Tour graduate, now a PGA Tour rookie. Tano Goya is joining the Tour Junkies podcast. Uh, this dude's he's a grinder. He's a grinder, and I'm, I'm sure he's pretty pumped to have uh, locked up the tour card. Thanks for joining us, Tano. Hey, DB. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, thank you for the invite. It's great to be here. Uh, you know, after all this happening, and it's actually nice to talk, you know, a little bit more differently you know i've been uh responding to emails uh messages and and a lot of uh things to do right away you know i booked flights i changed itineraries like it's been crazy but it's nice to you know do something different you know have a chat uh, a little bit about, a little bit about everything really so um yeah happy to be here yeah so like i mean have you felt like since you locked up the card like all this new attention or all this stuff's coming at you you're trying to figure it all out I mean, yeah, it's more more so like, you know, it's overwhelming in terms of, um, you know, having to start really next week. I mean, yeah. uh, I didn't have to, I don't have time to process, oh yeah, you know, all that I work for, you know, I've I, I done it, I, I, you know, I, I got all my dream come true. Obviously, now it's the beginning of a new chapter, but then all of a sudden you're like, boom, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow because we're having like, the rookies have like an introduction to the tour and. Yeah, it's like a two days where you know they you know they have to you have to go through a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't even have I didn't have time to to rest really. Uh, just putting you know putting everything in, in order for next week and and the the weeks pass because you know if you when you started booking things late, it's just uh, so difficult to find a decent place to stay and things like that. So uh, all that just took a lot of time. Um, so now yeah, it's starting to rest a little bit, sink it in and. And yeah, tomorrow it's uh, it's, it's a trouble time again. So with with folks who are unfamiliar with kind of your path, I mean, you've really been a worldwide player. Uh, you've won overseas a handful of times, um, and now grinding out on the Corn Ferry Tour to get that that PJ Tour card locked up. I guess just maybe just give us the brief history uh, of Tano Goya as a professional and and kind of getting to the Corn Ferry Tour stage. Right. So short story would be like I turned pro. I played the, at that time, Latin American tour. It wasn't PGA Tour Latin America. It was just Latin American tour. Um, and then one of the first tournaments to play as a Latin American tour player was a consumption event with Challenge Tour. Uh, back in the day, it used to have like four tournaments in South, South America, which it was great for, for our, 
our local players. Uh, so after winning that, I got my tour card for Chance Tour. And finishing third and fifth in the next two events, all of a sudden I was first in the rankings. So I was like, well, I guess my, you know, my pursuit of America would take, have to wait a little longer because obviously I had already had like a tour card, you know, and I uh, have chances to get in the European tour at, at the moment. So, well, I, I won all the year playing the Challenge Tour, uh, finished fifth in the, in the rankings, winning the last event, the tour, tour Championship. And all of a sudden, I was like from, you know, I'm thinking about going to play uh, uh, PJ Tour Q School, all of a sudden I'm in the European Tour, which is crazy all of a sudden in one year. Yeah. Everything was so crazy. And, and yeah, eventually I won my fourth or fifth event in European Tour in 2009. It was a Madeira event in Portugal. It wasn't very big. It wasn't one of the small ones. At the moment, they had like a couple of events where, where they were like 750,000 euros, you know, maybe almost like a million dollars. But um, but that gave me uh, all of a sudden like a totally different cat category to play in Europe. I play the winning tournaments, you know, I have a full category. I can plan my year. It was, everything happened so quick. It was crazy. Uh, so I was, I've grinded in a European tour for maybe four more years until I lost my car. I got it again. It was like, on and off uh, for, for a while until I think I finally played full Challenge Tour uh, season again in 2017. And then in 2018, I, I, I wasn't sure if I, to, I was going to keep playing golf. I went to Argentina, needed a rest, reset. And I found myself playing in Latin America all of a sudden. And all of a sudden I'm saying, okay, maybe this is maybe a route I can take to to go to the PGA Tour, you know, eventually. And again, after two years, you know, grinding back again uh, from, a, uh, from, from this side of the, of the pond, um, I got my, my Conferry Tour car last year. Like, uh, it was almost 12 years, 12 months, 12 months ago. Crazy. And all of a sudden, I see myself in achieving my goal, my dream, you know, that I had when I was little, you know, when I yeah. thought about turning pro. So it's been a eventful career really but uh it, it got me a lot of opportunities really i played in maybe like 35 countries worldwide you know wow. over pretty much every every continent i've been i think you know i got the the luck to to meet a lot of cultures in different you know uh, countries that it's been amazing it's been amazing really so yeah i mean great corn fairy tour season seven top 25s two top 10s you, you made a lot of cuts like, I guess, explain to us your game, right? Like, looking at the stats on the Corn Ferry Tour, I can kind of figure out that you're a little bit longer than average. You tend to hit a lot of greens in regulation. Short game, maybe where you could use some improvement, right? But a lot of times the stats don't tell the story. So as, as you describe your game to us, how would you, how would you describe that? Yeah, I think... Um... Obviously, my game changed a lot the last two years. Uh, I made a big change in my swing, trying to, you know, gain distance for sure. Because I think I wasn't, my swing technically wasn't good enough to take advantage of my, 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 my physical uh, maybe uh, advantages, you know. Um, and I thought, you know, I was doing a lot of effort. You know, my technique wasn't good enough. I was making a lot of effort to hit the ball in terms of, you know, uh, had, you know early extension and things like that. that Sometimes some players can manage to play really well with it. I did it for a little bit, but when I started to changing and looking for stuff, I kind of lost a little bit my, my feel, my, my, my swing really. So 
I got a little bit more technical. Um, I went to work with Jose Campra, who is actually the caddy on the PGA Tour, who works for um, Sebastian Munoz. Yeah. Um, and I started working a lot of my people, started working, you know, moving my body better. So that gave me more distance. Um, actually, I went from being shorter to short to average to being, as you said, a little longer. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of, I take a lot of advantage with it because I'm decently long, but also I don't have big misses. So I've been, I've been hitting maybe not many fairways, but I always like play. So that gave me the, you know, that gave me the chance to actually go for the greens. Even sometimes when you're in the rough, uh, not all the courses have an amazing, you know, thick rough or yeah, yeah. have it give you a little bit more opportunity. And I think that gave me the chance to kill a lot of greens in reg. You know, um, my short game, I think, could improve sometimes because I tend to be sometimes aggressive and go be over aggressive sometimes. And I think that that was something that cost me a little bit uh, a lot of positions, but tend to be a little bit too aggressive sometimes and I miss in the wrong the short side, you know, so sometimes I give myself no chance to make it down or, you know, make it tough for myself. I also changed my wedge. I was playing with the eight bounds and then I changed it to 10 bounds just in the last tournament. And that gave me, I, Tracy, I never thought about it. And I talking to my psychologist who was there with me. It's like, dude, that's that, the tight lie, you know, you have there. I mean, I don't know if it's helping you, you know? And I was like, oh, shut up, you know, I'm, I'm good with this. I think I have a good, because I have, I feel good around the greens, but sometimes, yeah. you know, I was, I was going to make the good, good shots. And then Bounce I went to the 10 friend. bounds. <laughs> I went to the 10 bound and I'm like, okay, this is a little bit easier, you know, it's a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, yes, maybe I can, that's something I, I'm working on and trying to get my stats better on, on, uh, approach of around the greens and a lot, a lot i've been working on my green as well my uh, i think that was key last couple of weeks i, I parted much better i started to to get the feel of my pace you know i'm starting to get to to get a better connection with my with my mind you know with my body and the way that i feel the greens you know i started to doubt a little bit too much or over reading you know overthinking it too much and i feel like when you get to a level um it's just more about trusting yourself, trusting what you see first, first time, you know, and, and just go with that feel, you know, and then that, that everything, I think it just came up in, at the perfect time, which is the last tournament of the year. Yeah. So <laughs> what about like, um, are you more familiar on certain putting surfaces like Bermuda, Bent, Poa? What, what are you like, what'd you grow up playing in Argentina? What are you most comfortable? So, um, in Argentina, what I grew up, uh, it's a mainly, it's a lot of Bermuda grass, but eventually the, the greens is like a difficult. I don't know if, if that's the name used yep. here, but it's not quite like bent, you know, it's, it's the rough is a little bit thicker sometimes in terms of being more towards the Bermuda. Um, so, but I enjoy playing bent. Obviously it's, it's nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I tend, I roll, I, I have a good role like in the ball in terms of like, uh, so I'm, I put much better in, in, in quicker greens, um, yeah. in, field, in greens that are a little bit more, you know, subtle. Um, I use lo like too low for my putter. So that also like, usually I, I tend to prefer like quick greens, you know, for me to study, to get in a good feel. Um, I like, obviously when you play this kind of events in Bermuda, it's perfect. 
I mean, you have a little bit of grain, but when yeah. I used to play sometimes in Asia or places like that where the Bermuda was a little bit thicker, uh, I struggled a lot in Bermuda. Uh, day, but yeah, I think Ben would be my my preference for sure. And you guys are going to start out the year with a lot of, you know, POA, um, stuff like that. Uh, you know, how, how comfy are you on POA? I mean, the POA tends to be a little bumpy and mistreat everybody, but some guys yeah. are really turned off by it. I know. I mean, it's it's one of those that, yeah, I think it's it's easy to get turned off because eventually when you play in the afternoon, like yeah. late defense, the ball tends to get very bumpy. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that start like playing with your confidence, you know, when you hit passing, like, did I hit it good or just, just <laughs> bounce, you know? And so sometimes it can be a little bit uh, frustrating the ball, for sure. So what about courses? As you look ahead on the PGA Tour, and obviously you're in the whirlwind of scheduling and probably trying to play everything you possibly can, um, are there any courses out on the PGA Tour schedule that you, you are familiar with? Or, or if, if not, are there courses that you look at and go like, man, what I know of that place, that's going to suit my game a lot? You know what? Um, I played only maybe a couple of courses that they've been in the PGA Tour. Oh, I know of. Um, to be honest, I played uh, TPC um, Scottsdale, and I really liked it there. I mean, yeah. it was great. I think that that kind of courses for me, you know, were it's fairly wide if you think about it, but yeah. you can't really miss much. I mean, if you have wild drivers, you end up in the desert, you know, and yeah. you're in really bad trouble. Um, and I love the greens as well. I mean, they're pure. Um, yeah. That would be a course that eventually I would love to be playing. You know, obviously that all depends how good I play from now until then. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like uh, I would I would love to be playing here in Sea Island as well. I feel like being close from home and and in, in a in a certain terrain that I kind of is similar to where I play now in TPC. You know, where Sogras where same kind of grass i think uh or condition wise you know with with the ocean close the windy conditions i like that as well i don't mind tight courses so um i think i i would uh, i would do really well where it gets to a little tight courses so with all your worldwide play right like do you feel like you are i mean i would imagine with a lot of those events you may see a little more weather a little more wind a little more um of the elements that you kind of have to battle than a lot of these pga tour events do you feel like if if you come up in tough conditions or something like that wind you know windy conditions you feel like you that kind of gives you an edge uh i would think so yes i mean obviously it's played difficult for everyone and you yeah. have to adjust i don't i tend to just take it as it comes uh, i play in europe i mean you know i played 11 years in europe a lot of tournaments in the islands, you know, in, in Great Britain, uh, Ireland, all these places that you know that when you get there, you already pack your mittens, you already packed your your woolly hat, you already packed your thermal shirts. I mean, you know it's gonna it's gonna be a day where it's gonna be like dreadful. You're gonna be like, I don't wanna bet here, but thing is, in these courses, they never get flooded. You know, you have to play. Yeah, <laughs> I play like I play Scotland with the worst conditions I ever played in my life, and. And sometimes, and sometimes you're like, you get my focus because yep. you can't really do too much other than like being focused on what you have to do. So I kind of like get used to a little bit of that. I think that's what I think is great. Europe is great as a developmental 
game tour, you know, if you want to call it. Obviously, you have a lot of good players. But at the end of the day, nowadays, how the world is going. I mean, everyone wants to play in the PGA Tour, right? Um, but Europe, Europe for like developing your game um, in all aspects, I think it's great. It's been great so for me. I heard you mention a couple different places there. Are you based in Ponte Vedra or Sea Island? So I'm based in Ponte Vedra. Okay. But I only am like an hour, an hour, an hour and a half away, like two hours away. Yeah, from Sea Island. Do you go to uh, Sea Island a lot? There's so many players. Not really. I mean, I, I've been this year close. Like, I went to Savannah a couple of times for the Q School. And, and that can also, like, I liked it a lot that there. You know, I play great in Savannah. I like the, it's, it feels similar what I practice every day. You know, it feels similar in terms of, like, conditions, the courses, yeah. uh, the grasses. Like, you get the wind coming from the sea. Like, that kind of, like, just the way we practice here every day. So, it's, it's good. So, you're living that Ponte Vedra life, huh? Right there in the, in the, in the, the pit of the PGA <laughs> it is it, it is it's uh I like, I, mean, I, I like it I, I love it it's quiet don't get me wrong I mean obviously it's more places I have more fun um but to be, to be honest I'm, it's great for me I'm just seven minutes from the golf course and three minutes from the beach I mean yeah it's chill so um I gotta ask you this I saw this in your profile and I just I have a hard time believing this you're well, and maybe maybe you've already, maybe you've already given me the answer because you talked about how you recently added a little pop, a little distance, right? But like you said, one of your you said your favorite golf course was Le Golf National. Now oh. I was in Paris. We went to the Ryder Cup um, in Paris, and I remember walking onto the property at, when they let us in. You walk up that hill, and I believe the first hole you see is 17, and it was the yes. narrowest narrowest fairway i've ever seen in my entire life and it may have been only due to i mean obviously europe set it up to be to to, to favor the europeans that year and and they wanted it tight um but i i will never forget walking over that hill and going they have to hit driver onto this this is literally 15 feet wide and so when i saw you and i was and i had looked at your stats and i'm like the guy hits it pretty far he's you know he's a big he's a big strong guy like why does he like Le Golf National? I just uh, it was a cool. You know what? Don't get me wrong, cool it, course. It's just hey, but I, it's a course that I mean, if you want to win there, you gotta play one of the best golf you like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And sometimes I like the test. You know, like that that four last four holes. Yeah, I mean, Brilliant. you definitely put your nerves in the test with hundred percent. And if you can pull it off there, I think you're ready for it. Yeah, did you ever play in the event there? The what's the European tour? Event? Yeah, that's uh, we play um, French oh, Open like French probably Open. six seven times to play there. Yeah, I mean, I was actually I I I think I finished double ball in the last hole eighteen, but in the, like the worst conditions I played here like in my life almost as well there. Um, but I almost made uh, finished top ten. I made for the Open one year. Um, I think finished double ball in the last hole. I was. Uh, oh. I was <laughs> I didn't like it very much, but um, but it was I don't know I just felt, it felt special there. I felt like obviously when they played the Ryder Cup it was great to watch because they're like yeah. oh you know I know I know what's what it's like to be there and and if and I thought it was Europe was was going to win for sure because they had the advantage there. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've given us a lot of information about your game. That's good stuff, man. Uh, before I let you out of here, I do want to ask you. You know, you get a day off, all right? Day off for Tano Goya. You could do whatever you want. 
All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is it you're doing if you have a nice day off? Um, nice day off for me would be, I usually, I love going to the gym. It's, uh, for me, it's a way of connecting a little bit and connect with my body and, you know, just, uh, take it very, I take it for my job, but also I, I take it for my, like, it's, it's spiritual for me, you know, it's like connection with myself and going there. But I love being outdoors really. Um, for me, a great thing to do would go for a hike, you know, um, I like connected with nature. I, um, I like to go to a place that I don't have to use my phone and then kind of disconnect and kind of get off the grid a little bit. Um, and I need, I need very well, you know, having really nice meals. I like cooking. So I just cook for myself a lot when I'm here on my, on my own and resting. So those things would be, and that's kind of the person I am really. What's your favorite restaurant there in Ponte Vedra? My favorite restaurant in Ponte Vedra is funny. I don't, I don't know, really. Um, I go to Neptune Beach sometimes, and I go around there. Uh, have a hawkers that nice there, and but in terms of like restaurant, restaurants, I I don't really go. Not many. You're cooking at home. All right, so yeah. you'll probably play the Shriners here in a couple of weeks. What are, what's are you a casino guy? What's your are you gonna you gonna hit up the casinos a little bit in Vegas? Uh, no, I'm not a gambler. Unfortunately, I would be nice to go and like you know because Paco, my my caddy, he. Um, Kind of likes playing poker a little bit, like and, and and blackjack. So I might go with him a little bit and just hang out. Play a couple. Yeah, I've never been there, so I'm looking forward to it. Never been to Vegas. Never. Okay, that'll be awesome. I'm pretty new. I'm pretty new in the states, so um, yeah. I start like I, I obviously I've been to a lot of places this year, but this is the first time I've really been to America for for real. You know. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a great year, Tano. We appreciate your time. Uh, you know, as you continue to. You know, get familiar on the PJ Tour, have some success, I'm sure. We'll be tracking, we'll be watching, and uh, best of luck to you, man. Thanks for coming to the Tour Junkies podcast. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much.